two, one. Welcome back, guys. Hey, make sure you like, share, comment, subscribe if you haven't done so already. Check out eigenbros.com. Check out eigenbros on Instagram, eigenbros on Twitter, eigenbros2 on TikTok. And then patrons. Thank you, thank you, thank you a million times, guys, once again. Uh, make sure you check out our Patreon if you want to you know, sign up and see if you want to enjoy a 30-minute audio podcast every week. It's patreon.com slash eigenbros. You know, me and Juan try to at least put up a pod, uh, audio podcast every week, so check that out. And yeah, so the name of the game today is... Um, what's the episode <laughs> title? I don't know yet. <laughs> We're not sure what it's going to be titled, but if you click this... You're in for a treat. Yeah. Because well, probably not. This is a trend that's like a year too late. <laughs> Maybe five years too late. Five? No, not five. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, tier list? Five years? No. Maybe. I remember tiers being I thought they. I thought they got popular during the uh, quarantine. Oh, I think they were around. Pre-quarantine? Maybe two years ago. Yeah, two years. Maybe two years. Realistic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Five. Okay, so yeah, maybe two years too late, we'll say. Yeah. Yeah, but, but we, either way, yeah, either way, no one's done it like we have. Right. So screw you, whoever, <laughs> whoever you detractors are. Well, I kind of got inspired inspired by uh, Eric, uh, Eric from, um, uh, uh, what's his channel called? I don't know what his channel's called, but he's on Twitch. Yeah. Hold on, let me look him up. Well, shout out Eric, you you're really. Yeah, because he did he did his tier list uh, mm-hmm. thing maybe a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Let me look him up. Well, either way, we're doing a tier list on physicists today. And for those of you that uh, that know us, you might you might have guessed. You might have some guessed, but then you might have. Um, damn, did I even say that right? You might have guessed some appropriately <laughs> that would be hey, on guys. the would be on the S tier. You know, right? Um, just just note that uh, Juan is coming off of work, and we're doing this at night yeah, so i have worked if we're uh, saying stupid things uh bear with us yeah let's just say i work for an essential service industry right. and it's very uh i've been working a lot of hours they're essentially using the shit out of you essentially exploiting me <laughs> and i'm going to quit <laughs> oh well i can't find it it's eric aspling but i don't know what his twitter name is it might, oh, it's it fine. might or his, his, his uh, twitch name it but might sh- just be eric aspling yeah but, but shout eric out aspling, eric. shout out to you bro Got inspired by your uh, mm-hmm. tier list, so I figured we'd do one as well. I even saw his tier list, I think, on the uh, tier maker. Um, but yeah, let's jump to it. Yeah, this is the physicist. Yeah, so basically this list is is not just physicists. I have it as physicists and mathematicians. Mm-hmm. And I figure we just rate them on, you know, S tier to D tier. Yeah. Who Who's S class, who's D class, and, you know, just explain our reasoning. Okay. What do you think? I like it. Sound good? I like it. As you can see in the image here, we got we got this whole school of people here. Let's mm-hmm. let's kind of go through the list just so people can kind of know. Yeah, if you look around, I, I put a description on there with all the names, so mm-hmm. I wonder if it actually has them. And maybe you can even guess first. I, you have to scroll. It doesn't like actually have a nice feature where you can just click. Um, you have to scroll? What do you mean scroll? Hover over them or something? No, I don't think it's on here. Well, either way, I can kind of just... Naming them off. I mean, yeah. the first guy. See if you can get them all. The first guy, I'm sure I've met him at Walmart before. <laughs> that is Joe Biden, is it? <laughs> <laughs> who is that? Do you know? Who that is no. Do you know? That is Andrew Wiles. I made this oh, list, really? so I know them all. Yeah. Oh, 
I know Andrew Viles. Yeah. yeah go way back. <laughs> 70s. Back a while, you would say, huh? <laughs> wow. I love it. I'm it's making good. the dad jokes this episode. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, Next. Vile, he, he's, a, he's a big guy, right? He did, He's known for... Um, He's known for. Did he work in high energy? Mm-hmm. What did he work in condensed matter? Mm-hmm. I mean, he he. I mean, he's done some crossover stuff in condensed matter for sure. Mm-hmm. But no. Should we no? go on them all though? Yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why because not? you want to just rate them now as we go. No, no, no. I just want to kind of give a background, I guess. But I figure we do that as we. Oh, true, you true. Know. Andrew Vile. Okay, so Andrew. Because we're gonna do it anyway. You know what you're, I mean? You're 100 percent right. Yeah, yeah. Brian Cox. We got Brian Green. Yep. This one's a little tougher. Uh, I've seen this guy too. So yeah, much. yeah. We did an episode on him. I'll give you that hint. Oh, okay. Or I was related say to I him. saw him at Target instead of Walmart. <laughs> yeah, he's a little fancier, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually don't know who that is. Who is that? That is Cien Yang. Hmm. Okay, next. Hmm. This next guy might be a little bit tougher as well. No, no. This guy I know from. Um, oh, yes. You would know. From um, Constructor Theory, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, do you remember his name, though? Yeah, David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> David is good, but Deutsch is his last name. <laughs> yeah. He's a magic guy. Yeah. David Deutsch. Um, and then the legendary mm-hmm. Chad physicist himself. The uh, man. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> uh, except you're drawing a blank over Except there. I'm <laughs> Come on, Juan. He's like the podcast mascot it's, at this point. It's too late. It's too late in the day for me. Ed. Ed Witten. There you go. Yeah. Ed Dubs. Ed Dubs is a call. Dubsky. Ed Dubsky, the, 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 dub, the, the winner. And the next guy is, uh, I'm sure he's written a textbook. He looks like a kind of guy who. Yeah, probably. He's written a physics textbook. Who is this guy? That is. Hold up. Who is that? You're like, who is that guy? Oh, that is Gabriel uh, Veneziano. Okay. Don't know who that is, but yeah. let's call him V. And mm-hmm. then the next guy, he's the PBS Spacetime guy. Right? <laughs> I feel like the PBS guy would be insulted by that. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, maybe not, because his uh, credentials are pretty legit. So who's this guy? I think he looks much better than him. Okay. This is uh, Grigory Perlman. Oh, Perlman. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the next guy is Juan Maldacena. Mm-hmm. Legend. Whoops. Yes. And then we got um, Kip Thorne. Yeah, yeah. Um, Correct. As a wild guess. I don't know how that came into my brain, but it you did. You got it. And the next guy, I don't know. Um, this he next guy's. I'm going to roast him a little bit. He's got a, he's got, the man has not given up on his hair. <laughs> Let me just say that. He's riding strong. Dude. His forehead goes all the way back. <laughs> Hey, I can't speak. <laughs> I got no, I got no, no, uh, b- no, no uh, but at dog least, in this fight. But at least you, like, he, the way he has it, he's got like a, I don't know. He, he's it's got long up. hair. He's yeah. got long hair in the back. It's like, it's like a mullet, but it's all business in the front for sure. It's like a halo. <laughs> exactly. A halo of hair. Yes, thank you. And then the you next know, guy. No, wait, do you know who he is? No, I don't know who Lee Smolin. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I never put a name to the face, but there oh, it is. okay. So you recognize who his name is, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Good. And the next guy, this guy's always 
strict me as a cool guy, but mm-hmm. but he would he probably he seems like the coolest guy on this whole list. Probably, I, I probably agree with that. He seems like he's had the most uh, life experience yeah. too. He feel like I feel like if he was trapped in the hood, he could survive. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. He would he would get along with he would dab people. Yeah, up. exactly, exactly. <laughs> he just seems like he's got the, the most street cred of all. Yeah, hundred percent. And Kip then, Thorne uh, maybe too, but that guy definitely for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Kip Thorne looks like the kind of guy you'd be afraid of in the hood. <laughs> he's like, you're in here with me. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a cellmate, a prison cellmate right. that you. He kind of looks like Rorschach too from, uh, from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the the guy we were just talking about is uh, is the one and only uh, Leonard Susskind. Indeed. Yeah, Leonard Susskind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next guy, I was going to say he looks like Papa John's, but that's actually... Uh, that's exactly what I thought when I got that headshot of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually uh, Max... Max... Uh, I was going to say Max... Damn it. Max mm-hmm. Tegmark. On the mark. I was thinking Max Kellerman, but that's a sports analyst guy. Shout out Max <laughs> Kellerman. Uh, Max Tegmark. Mm-hmm. Um, Correct. Yeah, and then we got... Um, <clears throat> The one and only Mickey Okaku. Mm-hmm. And then we got the other esteemed science, prolific science commentator. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the one and only, uh, I was going to say your name. <laughs> <laughs> like full name. Full oh, gov- good. I'm full glad government you, uh, name. And I stopped myself. We could have edited that out, though, but. <laughs> good job. You stopped yourself. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got, uh, we got Neil deGrasse Tyson here. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the next guy. Oof, actually, that guy looks familiar, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure who that is. That is Nima Arkani Hamed. Mm-hmm. Next one is Santa Claus to keep up with the <laughs> Christmas thing. Exactly. It's getting close to that time. <laughs> actually, I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's going to be more of a hard one. He's actually, he's actually kind of, well, yeah, I'll just okay, say okay. later, but it's Peter Shore. Oh, okay, okay. You might then, recognize the last name. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the next guy... Um, I was going to say, we, we've seen the previous guy was the guy we saw, and I'm sure he's had a role in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Who, Peter? <laughs> yeah. No, Shore, was it Peter Shore? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. him. Who's, who's the next guy? You don't know? I don't know who that is. You're going to be disappointed. Oh, no, I, I do you. know who that okay. is. I do know who that is, but damn, I haven't seen That's a recent picture, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oof. Oh, so that might be throwing you off because he looks a lot older. He's getting old. Yeah. Damn. But you should know who he is. I this is going to be a. This is kind of a uh, insult to not know who he is. No, it's not. But I'm, again, I'm blanking. I'm blanking on his name only because I'm so sleep deprived. Okay, well, it's Roger Penrose. Yes, thank yes. you. Yes. Uh huh. Sir Roger Penrose. He's been knighted. So mm-hmm. please get that right next time. Too. True. <laughs> That's good. How you flip the script back on me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. That's good. <laughs> uh, this lady. Um, She's she's big. Yes. Hence, she blocked us on Twitter. Oh, she blocked you on Twitter. Yes. Me. Well, we're both in this she together. The brand. She blocked the brand on Twitter. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. Who is it? Sabina Hassenfelder. Oh, Hassenfelder. Mm-hmm. She blocked She blocked you, bro? I know. I'm like, what Sabina, I love you. What did you don't do? Don't block me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just said... uh she thought like she thought I was a climate change denier, bro. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember you did. I, I say, you know how it goes, man. With Twitter, you type the wrong thing in the wrong way, and people think you're saying one thing, and then yep. 
That's all. That's all she wrote. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, that's all off. she blocked. Really. <laughs> yeah. uh, the next, the next guy really needs no introduction. Sean mm-hmm. Carroll, the man. Yeah. And lastly. And lastly, the, what I think is probably the only mathematician I know. <laughs> right. That's why he made the list. Terrence Tao. Terrence Tao. Yeah. Good job. Crazy. Pretty and good. I, I love his style too. He's got a banana, like a plaid. No, like a like a sorry plain. Mm-hmm. Plain polo. yellow polo banana shirt. Yeah. Really out of element with everyone else. Oh, you think? So I like that. I like that, Terrence. Yeah, he does kind of like stand out a little bit. Yeah. Peter Shore's got some color to him, though, he's got, too. He's got a little swag. <laughs> him, him and uh, maybe we can create another another tier list for who's got – which physicist has the most swag? <laughs> has the most uh, – Right. Well, it's not swag anymore. I'm sorry. I've dated myself. Yeah, it's drip now. Yeah, I, I I try to not say swag too, but you yeah. know it's hard. But it's coming back. The kids, <laughs> the kids kind of have the kids that grew up in the two thousands are like nostalgic about swag. Mm, you think? Ironically, okay. So it's getting there. <laughs> it's get, it's coming back. Nice, nice. So we're cool. The more ironic we yeah. are, <laughs> as always. But <clears throat> all right. So now that we uh, introduced the whole cast, yeah, let's get uh, to rating. Let's get to rating them. Yeah. So let's go down the list. What do you say? Just start from the top. Vile man, this yeah. guy. Andrew Wiles. Andrew Viles, Wiles. Viles, yeah, I guess. W e y l s. Well, I know. I think he's English, so I think it's maybe just oh, Wiles. Wiles, yeah. Yeah, not German, because I'd be like Vilas or something, and that it's not German. Mm-hmm. Well, he. Uh, should we uh, compare, should compare? Compare notes here. Sure. <clears throat> As a cross Let's not reference. Go too slow though. No, no, but I do want to cross-reference um, the old Wikipedia for sure. those of you that um, don't really know. <clears throat> Sorry. I had a little something in my throat there. But um, Andrew Viles is a, um, is a American. No, he's a British physicist. Can is he American? No. Maybe he's American. I fucked up. Check no, no, that. No, no, no. I think he's a uh, – we're going to I thought he was book. English, but I'm not sure. I'm going to cut this off right where we... I'm going to read the Wikipedia. Here we go. So, Andrew Weil uh, is a American... What the... My bad. (laughs) What? (laughs) Wow, dude. What? Hold on. We're definitely going to edit this out. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, you exit out the whole thing? No, it just pulled up a different... Oh, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, Wiles is his name. The nest at the end. What the fuck? How do you spell his name? W I L E S. Okay, here we go. Type of mathematician. Right. Yeah. Okay, here we go, folks. Okay. Sir Andrew John Wiles. <laughs> <laughs> so, who do, who do we have here? We have Sir Andrew John Wiles. Okay. He's an English mathematician and a Royal Society research professor mm. at Oxford. He specializes in number theory. And mm-hmm. uh, he was awarded the Abel Prize and the 2017 Copley Medal of Royal Society. He was knighted as, I don't know why that's still a thing, but it is. And uh, But it, we know him in particular for one. 
April yeah, he's in, he's known for proving the Taniyama Shimura conjecture for semi-stable elliptic curves. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I don't curves, know what the fuck that they're is. curves, thereby proving for Matt's last theorem. Oh, okay. There we go. Proving the main conjecture of Iwasawa theory. Right. So for Matt's last theorem, basically yeah. he solved the for Matt's last theorem. He solved so. a, a, a problem that has been what that was. Pretty much on hundreds of years, hundreds, hundreds of years. Sixteen seventy was woof. No, sixteen thirty-seven was when it was first stated. Right. And uh, the proof came in nineteen ninety-four. Right. Because of him. Damn, I think it's a big ass. There's a big win for yeah. Andrew. Galaxy brain. So what would you say and for he, him? Well, by the for the record, he he also developed, like like they were saying, he developed multiple. He basically developed multiple fields. Yeah, with that one discovery, yeah. Yeah. So I think pretty much, I'm just going to throw it out there, that automatically qualifies you at least for A tier. At least for A tier, yes. Minimum. I'm going to be brave enough to say he's already S tier for me. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's S tier for me as well. He's S tier already. If you're solving fucking 100-year-old problems that are as big of a deal as Fermat's last theorem, I think you're automatically uh, in S tier pretty much. Yeah. And some of you uh, listening might be like, what the hell? Like, what? It's a simple theorem. I mean, it's A, it's a <laughs> right. to the power N plus B to the power N equals C to the power N. Right. right. Now, prove that that hold true for every single integer of N or something. <laughs> I think that's what it is, is it not? Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. So, good. So, that's uh, S tier. So, what about Brian Cox? So, Brian Cox, we know him. We love him. He's the uh, another English... Mm-hmm. Um, science, physics popularizer. You know, you see the, him on, yeah. um, what well, you see him probably on Discovery Channel, all these kind of things. And I don't remember what the British versions of those stuffs are. BBC but, is BBC Science. Yeah, BBC Science. Yeah. Um, uh, big Brian Cox. <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay, stop, I'll it. stop. Stop it. Don't do it. Um, yeah, but, no, uh, but yeah, but Brian is a uh, he. He's kind of a. Uh, He's a science popularizer, but what makes him interesting is that, yes, he is a physicist, but he was also a former musician. Right. Yeah. He's giving some points in my book. <laughs> yeah. That does give him some, because now yeah. he has some added dimension right. about his, himself. Right. Not only is he a physicist, but he also had time to do music. Right. Yeah. Which... It's kind of like, cool guy. which He's... is kind of polymath territory. Right. If you want to, if you really want to, like, <laughs> get big brained about it. Um, he right, wrote he's earned the, the ability to wear leather jackets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he's uh, what? Let's see what he's known for. He's known for writing several books, but um, mm-hmm. he is uh, his band was called D Ream. D Ream. Okay. D. How do you spell that? D colon Ream. Okay. Terrible name. But <laughs> I won't. I won't hate. I, w- I won't hate too much. But uh, but essentially, he he's just oh, like a, dream. That he, is stupid. Ex- no. ex- exactly. <laughs> okay, that's fail. That's bad. Yeah, Cox was a he was a keyboard player for the British bands D Ream and Dare. Hmm. Um, I was a keyboard player. Yeah. I don't know why I always assumed he was a guitarist slash singer. <laughs> I guess he looks kind of like Julian Casablancas a little bit. Does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But essentially, yeah, he uh, 
he studied physics at the University of Manchester, um, and he got his BS in in physics and ha- ended up getting honors and stuff. Mm. And then uh, after he finished the band stuff and touring and doing all that stuff, he completed mm-hmm. his PhD in particle physics. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what do you say? Let's not dwell too much on Brian. Well, what do you think? Um. So his I'm gonna say academic credentials I wouldn't say are super impressive, but he is pretty well known in the popularizer world. Yeah. You know, he's a legit scientist, got his PhD and everything. I mean Yeah, he's a, he, I mean he was a researcher. I mean, he worked yeah. at the LHC for some time. Yeah. And um and he he's written several books on um several topics, but yeah. um Terrence, you want you're putting him at B. Yeah, I feel like for me, at least for Brian Cox, he's a pretty good explainer, popularizer. Yeah. I don't know if he's my favorite. Um, yeah. He's good, though. Definitely uh, has high intellectual uh, integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, his academic background is not stellar, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it's good enough. I think I'd put him as B. B for Brian. <laughs> <laughs> what about putting, you? What do you I'm think? Putting him up at, I'm putting him up at C. At C. Oh, okay. So explain. Why do you think <clears throat> C? Well, his CV doesn't strike me very well. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He, uh, I think if we're... For comparing all of them. Yeah, I think when I'm comparing all of them, um, he is going to end up in the C tier only because, and you'll see this is a trend, <clears throat> but because when you take a role as a science communicator, you kind of take a backseat on everything else. Yeah, yeah. And writing like about topics that are popular science topics, mm-hmm. you kind of just get lost in, uh, you know, the sauce. Huh? Lost in the <laughs> sauce, man. Yeah, exactly. Well, I well, yeah. Well, I was trying to grade him fairly by mm-hmm. saying like in comparison to other popularizers as well. But I guess since we have them all in the mix, yeah, I think I'll agree with your C. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go next. The next guy, of course, another popularizer, we have Brian Green. Ooh, Brian, another Brian. Yeah, they're actually two different guys. <laughs> <laughs> this one's the American version, though. Yeah, exactly. Easy. <laughs> right, it's like the, you know, they had the British office and then they had the American office. <laughs> These are the two Bryans of the science community. <laughs> the physics community. Oh, dude, that's so right. funny. Um, now, so, Brian Cox is definitely, I think, more has more of a pedigree than Brian. I'm sorry, Brian Green has more pedigree than Brian Cox, I believe. Yes, he does. Um, because for, for, well, for one, Brian Green didn't kind of take like a skirt. And do music for a while, right? Like he's, he's always. Uh, and he's been. Bo- he was born and raised. You know, he was. He's like bane of physics. He was born and raised a physicist. Basically, his really? parents. Oh wow! Yeah, he's been in it for. He's been in the game for a long time. Wow. He's one of these guys that started as a physicist because mm-hmm. his wild excursion was to go to liberal arts. Mm-hmm. If you remember from the Joe Rogan episode that he was on, mm-hmm. um, he was describing how he kind of took a little div- divergence when he went to like liberal arts for yeah. a little bit. And that, was his, that was his wild. Yeah. Side. That was his wild uh, stint in college. <laughs> that was, what are the, what are they? Uh, Reading Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. What, what are the, uh, the people in, um, who are Mormon? They kind of have like this little, Oh, the uh, rumspringa. That's his rumspringa. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. <laughs> so yeah, living comes... on the living on the wild side, Brian. <laughs> yeah, while at Oxford, he studied piano. Uh, he studied piano. That was his wild stint. Okay, did, so him and Brian music. Cox both are piano players then. Yeah, but he uh, he went to Magdalen College, Oxford. Hmm. And yeah, he's uh, he's a very esteemed physicist, string theorist. <clears throat> Yeah, string theorists. And he wrote numerous books. I mean, The Elegant Universe, Fabric of Cosmos, mm -hmm. Hidden Reality. Right. So, yeah, so what do you put him as? Um, I'm going to throw him at C for now. Really? C? Yeah. I think it's a little bit higher than Brian Cox, I would say, although I think I like tend to like Brian Cox's science content more, but I do like Brian Greene's books a lot more. Yeah. I think his books are fucking pretty damn good i think they're a little bit deeper than brian's stuff yeah. but I, i've never seen brian like here's the thing with brian cox sorry they're both brian yeah <laughs> i've never seen cox go deeply into a subject i think because him being a high energy uh field particle field theorist or whatever mm -hmm. he's also an experimentalist from i think from the sound of it right so like experimentalists are a lot more down to earth and grounded and stuff right right but, Whereas uh, Green has the theoretical background, so he's yeah. a lot deeper, you could say. Yeah, he's, quote unquote. He, he's got a lot more depth, I guess, to talk about. So right. he's probably, to me, he's almost B, almost B tier. Mm. But he's still... So I guess with your C and my B, almost B, I guess we'll put him at C, I he's think. He's still at C, yeah. yeah. All right. I think that's fair. Yeah, so next up on the list, we got C.N. Yang. I don't know anything about C.N. Yang, bro. So, yeah, C.N. Yang is one of the guys who basically came up with Yang-Mills theory, which you might understand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which basically kind of unified the strong and the electroweak force. Um, kind of a humongous deal. <laughs> and created, you know, I think I think it has to do with the SU2, SU cross SU3 Maybe it's all of them, but I know SU2 cross SU3 cross U1 is the group, um, the groups associated with the standard model. Yeah, it unifies the uh, strong the and the electromagnetic force and weak forces, yeah. Right, and the strong and force, I as believe, well as too. quantum chromodynamics. Right, which is the strong force. Yes. So it's pretty much the standard model. Yep. So yeah, we kind of, model. in some sense, invented the standard model in some sense. Well, I guess yeah, I don't want to much. say that, but... I mean, yeah, that's what... The it's a huge part in yeah. it. Pretty much. Yeah, so... It forms the basis of the standard model. Right. Model. So, C.N. Yang, um... I'm just going to throw my vote out there. S tier? <laughs> I mean... Okay. When you... I mean, this is as close to a theory of everything as you're going to get, pretty much, right? Yeah. I mean... I think that kind of speaks for itself. I think CN Yang probably gets S tier. Yeah, yeah. CN Yang, which is Yang Chen. Yang Chen, I can't pronounce. Damn it. I can't pronounce Chinese. <laughs> Let me for see. Shit. I don't know Chinese, though. Can you say that? I'll just say Chen and Yang. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know Chinese. Well, anyway. <clears throat> Anyone in the Chinese audience, you can uh, tell us the right pronunciation. I'm gonna agree with you, man. That he's he's he is S tier. I mean, you you basically mm -hmm. help build the math. Well, here here's kind of the thing. It's hyphenated. Yeah. So it's like he kind of helped work on the thing. Right. Right. Um, 
And I know Yang Mills is theoretically it's. But Yang is one of the leaders on that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know it had to kind of because uh, Kaluza Klein kind of there's a Kaluza Klein theory that kind of had to, predated the Yang Mills. Theory. Mm-hmm. So I, I almost, I'm almost inclined to put him in A tier, but but know. the fact that he had such a uh, such a such an imposing it had such an imposing and lasting uh, effect. Then mm-hmm. yeah, I guess S tier is good. All right. So moving on, we also got David Deutsch. David Deutsch, quantum so, computer guy. Right. So I think they give him the credit for coming up with the first quantum commutation or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know him from Constructor Theory, his work with Chiara Marletto. Um, David Deutsch, what do you think? I think he still needs some time. Mm. So we got we got to put him in the A tier, though. I'm thinking A tier as well. Because quantum commutation is a huge deal. Yeah, but he, he's I, I got to look up exactly his what stuff. Did. His stuff is still... Um, you you still need a couple maybe decades to see the lasting effects of the foundation that he laid with his research. So, mm. but it's still he's still one of the most most prominent guys in the field. So I'm going to put him in A tier. Okay, A tier sounds pretty reasonable to me as well. Because I mean, you look at uh, a lot of the groundwork for quantum information and quantum computation stuff. Mm-hmm. He he's he's one of the founding. People. Right. It's, he's basically, so let's see, so he, he pioneered the field of quantum computation mm-hmm. by formulating the description for a quantum Turing machine. Mm-hmm. Pretty huge. Pretty huge. But the thing, that's what I'm saying, like, we don't know the magnitude just yet yeah. for him to be, like, legacy type I see. person. So once we actually see the route that quantum computing is going to take in more light, then he might get to that S tier. Yeah. I see what you mean. Might take. All right. So next up, the Edwin, granddaddy. This one's easy. The father. S tier. S tier. This one's easy. I mean, when you're unifying like 10 different string theories at once, you know. String daddy. String daddy all day. (laughs) We're a little biased here, but (laughs) string zaddy, as I like to also call him. (laughs) I mean, Ed Uh, Witten's a goddamn gargantuan. I mean, mean, the guy's smart as fuck. He was a history major in college because he was too sick of being so smart. He's like, I got to dumb myself down. (laughs) <laughs> just study history yeah he's like but then I they pulled him back like Batman yeah. shining the Ed Beacon in the sky and said we need you man <laughs> exactly. and he said fine I'll unify all of string theory yeah fine he's like Thanos <laughs> I'll do it I'll, I'll unify all these strings right. or whatever the hell he did I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> yeah so I think that's all we need to say Edwin Edwin the, and also great chin by the way yeah, strong. Strong. A Chad, for sure. <laughs> anyway, next up is Gabriel Veneziano. So this guy is interesting because he is the one who basically is the father of string theory. So he's mm-hmm. the discoverer of string theory, pretty much, they would say. The one who kind of had the first conception of it. Well, what was that? What was that conception of do you remember? Uh, I didn't get into the details, and I didn't study enough to really say. His name is Gabriel Veneziano. If you just type in Veneziano, V-E-N-E-Z-I-A-N-O, and physics, it should come up. So he's got to do with the first conceptions of string theory. 
um, which I would say pretty much qualifies him for this list as at least I'm throwing him an A tier at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, although we don't know what's the deal with string theory, but the string theory is just such a brilliant um, theory of physics. I mean, there's yeah. no denying how interesting it is. He's Italian. He's yep. uh Veneziano, in case that gave ben- it away. Veneziano. <laughs> um, he discovered, so here's the thing with, uh, he first formulated the foundation of string theory in 1968. He discovered a string picture that could describe the interaction of strongly interacting particles. Mm. He discovered that the Euler beta function interpreted as a scattering amplitude as many of the features needed to explain the physical properties of strongly interacting particles. This amplitude, known as the Veneziano amplitude, is interpreted as a scattering amplitude for four open string tachyons. Mm. Um, his work is now considered the founding of string theory. Um, and, uh, yeah, it would, it would lead to uh, a new theory of quantum gravity. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, um, he published a paper in 1991 that shows the inflationary model cosmological model can be obtained from string theory okay and uh yeah i mean he's he's still working to this day he's uh right he's a lot all these people i have on this list are all alive yeah living so what would you say i put him yeah, in a tier what do you think a tier same thing you don't really know he, he's a big player in the game but you don't really know if they're if if their um findings have lasting impact right like legacy level impact so this next guy, I'm just going to throw him on S immediately. Wow, this guy looks young, too. Who the hell is this guy? So this guy is Grigory Perlman. So, so if you recognize the name Perlman, I do. he's the guy that solved the millennial, one of the millennial problems. So he solved the Poincaré conjecture. That's hundreds of years standing problem. Mathematician. Another another guy who is this the guy that worked at Subway or no? This is the guy who lives with his mother and turned down the Millennial Prize money because he's just too fucking gangster. <laughs> he said, "I don't want your fucking money." <laughs> but uh, yeah, Perlman is an interesting guy because he basically came out of obscure, out of nowhere, and just solved this thing. Didn't work with anyone. He's fifty five years old. Right. And, uh, yeah, he just is a recluse who works on math problems all day. And I gave him an S-tier because I feel like automatically if you're solving a millennial problem, you pretty much qualify for S-tier list. Yeah. He, he literally – wow. Award. He, he, I'm going to read his awards, everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> um, St. Petersburg uh, – sorry. In, he declined the EMS prize in 1996 – is the European Congress of Mathematics. It recognizes excellent contributions in mathematics by young researchers. He declined it. He mm. said, I don't want your stupid prize. He's Russian, by the way. <laughs> I don't need your money. Uh, he, he also declined in 2006 the Fields Medal. <laughs> the most prestigious math uh, award. And in 2010, he declined the Millennium Prize. <laughs> wow I don't need your stupid awards he just he just spit on all your gangster. shit what wow a, <laughs> now we should have a G tier at the gangster tier <laughs> right thug tier yeah, yeah man that's crazy Perlman's man. an interesting guy because he just uh, doesn't want any part of any of this shit he and rules. just wants to solve problems he rules I like him so he's yeah. basically the ultimate S tier uh, I mean he's he's young as hell 
He's probably right. the youngest on already on the top, the S tier. He's the youngest. That's pretty crazy. He could come in on another uh, millennial problem here in a bit. <laughs> you know, he's probably working on something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next guy here. Juan Maldacena. Juan Maldacena. Now, I don't actually know his credentials. I was hoping that you might know I something once. So I'm just going to throw him on A for now. He's, he's, I know uh, he's a big-ass deal. He's huge. He's huge. He's uh, He helped. He's helping. Actually, hold on. Let me try, try yeah. to is he? Mind. Does he have to do with string theory? Uh, yeah, but uh, mo- most importantly, he helped uh, unify this field. Hold on. You, you looking him up or what? Yeah, we can both okay. look him up. No, it's because uh, I'm de- I'm depleting, but we'll just oh. cut it. We'll just cut it. Let's uh, see. So Juan Malasena. Yes. So say Juan Juan Martin Malasena is a theoretical physicist and the Carl P. Feinberg Professor in the School of Natural Sciences at the Institute for Advanced Study. He's made significant contributions to the foundations of string theory and quantum gravity. His most famous discovery is the ADS-CFT correspondence. So that's the anti-desider space, conformal field theory correspondence of realization of the holographic principle in string theory. Ooh, so that's some fancy stuff. Yeah. You always hear high-level theorists talking about anti-desider space. It sounds like one of these badass kind of concepts that uh, I always feel a little bit um, left out of the conversation when they start talking about it. Yeah, other uh, we have to put him in S tier because other physicists revere him. Mm. That that's the thing with um, there was a conference, a, a famous I don't know, there was like a <clears throat> a famous conference I think in the mid 2010s or something, yeah. and they asked all the physicists who's the smartest physicist here. Yeah, and they all said Juan Maldacena. Wow. That's I think that says it all of them. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's crazy to think that other people would humble themselves and be like, "Yeah, this guy, this guy's right. Just... This guy's next level." Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So next, I mean, he, he, his uh, his ADS, ADS. I can't even say ADS CFT. Yeah. Um. Again, has like, I I would put him in the A tier, only because like, it's one of these things that's like it's such a ground changing thing. Um. In terms of like helping unify, like, it, oh fuck, I'm trying to remember slowly. Field theories. Yeah, and it, it basically tried to um, answer why black holes, what happens to quantum phenomena at the interface of black holes. Mm. Like, how is information exchanged, right? Like, is information stored or, you know what I mean? Like, what happens to the spin states of. <sighs> Not of, exactly. What happens to the spin states of quantum material, quantum stuff, like particles that come into a black hole? Like all that information okay. can't just fucking disappear. Okay, so it has to do with some kind of with information conservation, something. Yeah, like that, that, that it's, it's a very okay. it's a <clears throat> it's a very fun. It raises a very fundamental question, hmm. and like uh, it, it has potential for to be like very lasting, deep impacts. But essentially, he helps solve uh, a, a big glaring problem in like what we how we deal with black hole information i see and um that puts him in the s tier for a lot of people okay yeah so let's leave him there but yeah i mean yeah i think to the to the people outside i think of the field would put him in a tier but i I think other physicists revere him gotcha all right kip thorne i'm gonna throw him on a immediately why 
So, because Skip Thorne is the guy responsible for gravitational waves. He also, or detecting them. He's one of the guys out of three, I think. And he basically won the Nobel Prize for it. So it says he's an American theoretical physicist known for his contribution in gravitational physics and astrophysics. A longtime friend and colleague of Stephen Hawking and Carl Sagan. He was a Richard P. Feynman professor of theoretical physics. As one of the world-leading experts on astrophysical implications of Einstein's general theory of relativity. God, I can't speak. Mm-hmm. He continues to do scientific research and scientific consulting. He uh, also worked on the Nolan film, Interstellar. Yeah. So he, also, he automatically gets some points there for me. <laughs> so it says, for his decisive contributions to the LIGO detector and the observation of gravitational waves, he got his uh, prize, along with Barish, Barry Barish, and Rainer Weiss. So, yeah, I mean, he's a uh, theoretical physicist, mm-hmm. LIGO detector. I mean, LIGO is one of the biggest, hugest uh not discoveries, but um, inventions in the last, probably in the 21st century, right? Because yeah. it basically gave astronomers a whole new means of detection. You know, we had observatories and, and the like, but now astronomers can do research with gravitational waves. Yeah, what does LIGO mean? Laser interferometer, gravity? You're almost there. What the hell is O? Observatory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the hardest one to <laughs> <laughs> the easiest one you mean that was a no simple... sorry I know I got the hardest ones right yeah. <laughs> the easiest ones. right so they made a yeah. basically a giant interferometer for gravitational waves mm-hmm. and Kip Thorne was one of the main guys on that nice good job right. Kippy so next, next guy. guy Lee Smolin keep Smolin Smolin so Lee Smolin I'm gonna throw him on B yeah do you know I'm, what he I'm does I'm not too familiar with, with I know his name but so Lee does loop quantum gravity so Lee's kind of an interesting guy because he's really like out there. He kind of tries to always think about things in a new light. Mm-hmm. Like he's challenged some of Einstein's relativity stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, usually not a good idea, but <laughs> he tries to basically he, he kind of puts himself in this in this brave, if you will, position because he likes to take these kind of weird interpretations and counterpoints, I guess, to kind of I guess it seems like he's almost trying to just make sure we didn't forget or leave off anything in terms of physics. So he kind of explores these weird alternate or like alternative ways to look at things. Oh, interesting. Not necessarily edge cases. Like he'll look at things from a different angle if he can. Oh, that's cool. Which is why he came up with loop quantum gravity. It was another answer or counter answer, I guess, to string theory. Mm-hmm. So another kind of theory of everything um, with loop quantum gravity, I guess you could say. What makes quantum gravity a loop? I'm not sure. Don't ask yeah. me anything about the research. If anybody know. knows that answer, please comment down below. <laughs> I would like to know. And he's also, if you remember, he's also Jacob Barnett's uh, advisor. Oh, is he? Yeah, remember? Oh, dude, no, I don't remember. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yep, that's the guy. Crazy. Jacob Barnett is the uh, he's actually an kid with autism phys- who did the physics uh, yeah. when he was a little kid. Yeah, and he got memed into obscurity, but <laughs> but now he's no longer obscure. He's working with Lee Smolin. Yeah, and actually, the a boy's physicist. moving up. Yeah, and he, and he legitimately knows physics now. Yeah, he yeah. does. He even yeah. did when he was a kid. He just didn't know it to the level that people were claiming. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, people were. But he was definitely a bright kid. Up. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, next up, Leonard Susskind. You know. He, I want to put him in the A tier, but only because uh, he's a great. He's, I think. He's a gr- he's one of the great lecturers that we have. 
that we have had. Um, yeah. In the since Richard Feynman, I think. Yeah, he's the Feynman era day guy. Works with holographic principle stuff. Theoretical physics physicist been in the game forever. You know, battle with the best. Challenge Stephen Hawking. Um, it's a cool guy all around. I think yeah. Suskin's just you know he's like one of these like legendary like staples of the physics community. Yeah. It's crazy because whenever you hear him talk about physics, it's like him trying to exp- like it's with he answers with the inconvenience and frustration that somebody asks like how does a like how does a toilet work <laughs> right yeah <laughs> he's like all right this again <laughs> but i mean he's great he's a he's a cool guy and he's no always, no but i'm uh, saying that as a compliment yeah like, it's like he's he knows this shit so well that it's right. like so simple to him like, right yeah, I mean it's a plunging mechanism and it does this right. and that and he he knows the ins and outs of every little thing. Right. You can really see kind of like the Feynman era in him. Yeah. Cuz I feel like Feynman's that kind of guy as well and they yeah. both have kind of that same little that kind of similar disposition in some yeah. sense where it's just like keep it real simple, you know. Yeah. Don't overcomplicate it. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 wonderful seeing guys like that. So right. Cuz we we don't have enough of those guys. Right, um, right. Yeah. So, all right. Next up, we got Max Tegmark. Max Tegmark. I'm He's another in quantum information guy. Um, right. I don't actually know all the stuff he does. I know he kind of. He's an interesting guy because he takes like interesting routes as well. Because he, he's gotten to the whole consciousness thing. He's got some interesting takes on things. He, he's a fundamentally, I think he does quantum. Um, mechanics research so but he's in the realm of quantum information recently okay and yeah he tries to answer he tries to take some some interesting uh positions so he's a swedish american physicist cosmologist and machine learning researcher he's a professor at massachusetts institute of technology and the president of the future life institute he's also a scientific director at the foundation's question institute Supporter of the effective autism movement has received research grants from Elon Musk, blah, blah, blah. Um, effective autism? I don't know. Hmm. Sounds like a superpower. <laughs> Physics wind. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, whatever. He, he, yeah, that's his, his resume. So he doesn't really have any huge things right now. I don't know what his no, real big his... claim to fame is. I think he was a man. I could have sworn I read something somewhere that he was. I'll let you peruse the wiki because yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. see anything on the front really. Because I, I remember reading something about how he's a. Um, he's a. Uh, here we go. Wow, it doesn't really. Wow, it really yeah, doesn't go into detail. I, I don't know if he really has anything. They they didn't really put anything on his wiki. So yeah, somebody fucked him over or. <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, he just has, wow. doesn't have any huge claims claim, uh, claims fame yet. I thought he, uh... yeah, I thought he worked on quantum stuff. I don't know why his maybe he does. He's kind of scattered maybe, though. He's all over. Yeah, a his bit. his uh, his wiki's really stripped down. Yeah, interesting. But I mean, he's got influence. We we all know his name. You know, I see him. Yeah, all the time here and there in media. So I mean, I, he's done a couple guest lectures for University of Waterloo that are really interesting. Hmm. Deals with like foundations of quantum stuff and right he knows he knows the stuff quantum information stuff right which is like huh 
you you're a cosmologist though i'm kind of surprised right right yeah but uh, all right anyway, so what yeah, do you think d tier is fair yeah all right michio kaku michio 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 where's he gonna go where is he gonna go <laughs> <laughs> bam I'm gonna throw them in C. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You see, we see a pattern here. Yeah, we're throwing all the popularizers in C tier. <laughs> wow, we're kind of like uh, traitors to our own kind. <laughs> um, it's kind of hard, but the thing in, that gets us a lesson in life: you can't really do everything. You gotta use your energy for everything. So, yeah. Uh, Michio, I mean, he's legit. I've been doing some research on Michio lately, and I was looking through his um, publications and stuff. And I mean, he's got some some good citations on some of his papers, but of course, it kind of stops after a while because he goes full on just popularizer mode. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Michio's a string theorist. You know, you know him, love him from all the Discovery Channel stuff he's done. He's basically a full time futurist now. Yeah, writes books all the time. New York Times bestseller all day. Mm-hmm. Um, he realized where he really makes the money. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It ain't uh, yeah. it ain't doing equations in a lab. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you'll you'll come to see that the uh, the actually if you plot this on a monetary scale, <laughs> he's S tier on that front. <laughs> <laughs> it go it's there's an inverse relationship between the S tier and lower scales right. between money and uh, popularity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're, the average you're tired. Is, the average, no, the average is dragged down because one Russian mathematician decided not to take any of the money. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I see what you mean. Anyway, next up, my dad. Yeah. <laughs> mm, next up, we have. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, let's man, see. The, pr- the, prob- the problem. The problem with. Uh, with this gentleman here, oh, oh I don't want to do it. Terrence but is demoting. I him. had to throw him in D. Wow, it's kind of brutal. How could you, Terrence? <laughs> now this, now this tier has become racist. <laughs> now the tier list is racist. <laughs> well, I, I'll explain myself. So I threw Neil in the D because. His research, if you look, I looked up Neil's research, and uh, it's really sparse. Like, he doesn't really have, um, he has almost no publications, really. And, Um, yeah, the only, unfortunately, the only publications I think he has are with, um, I think the Smithsonian or something. It's like a museum. Museum work. It's where, like, it's not really, I don't think it's really peer-reviewed. It's, like, kind of. Yeah, I'm sure it's not. I don't know. But it's really, really sparse. I mean, he's got a couple papers, first author, but they're, I mean, they're okay. Um, not sure how great they are. I'm not an astronomer, so I don't really know. Citations are kind of minimal, but um, yeah, I'm sorry, Neil. It's just the, uh, the, but the science popularity influence of Neil, I mean, he was gigantic at one point. If you this remember. is what I'm saying. Like that people the- were paying him 50K just to come out and, Give lecture or give a you know a speech or something. This goes to say, I mean, look what I was saying earlier. It's inversely proportional, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. Neil was making some bank, and I mean, he's still yeah. kind of in that. Oh, a hundred percent. He's got to be one of the top he's scientists. He's making the most out Twitter. of this list. He literally is making the most money. Yeah, I think he probably is. I think he's making more than Brian Cox, Brian Green, and Michio. And the thing is, 
he's he's the most galaxy brained individual of all. <laughs> right, because he's making money. He's making the most money with the least amount of effort. Right. <laughs> right. So Neil, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Neil's winning on the money front. <laughs> so respect. So this, yeah, turn this list upside down and it's who has the most money. <laughs> so the next guy, who's the next guy? Next guy, we have Nima Harkani Ahmed. Yeah, I'm going to throw him up on A immediately. Wow, okay. I don't really know anything about him. <laughs> <laughs> he just gives me that vibe. But I guy. do know he's uh, got a rep in the uh, in the theoretical world. Gotcha. So let's look him up. So I think he's a uh, – I want to um, say he's a big uh, – I want to know who his name, barber is. <laughs> <laughs> you want that cut one? The the, the uh, Anton Sugar, <laughs> the, the just f me up, the just f me up. Right. All right. Let's see. So it says he's an Iranian Canadian theoretical physicist with high interest in high energy physics, quantum field theory, string theory, cosmology, and collider physics. Arkani Ahmed is a member of the par- uh, permanent faculty at the Institute of Advanced Studies, okay. Princeton, New Jersey. He's also director of the Carl P. Feinberg Cross-Disciplinary Program and Innovation and director of the Center for Future High-Energy Physics in Beijing, China. So anybody who's who works for the Institute of uh, Advanced Studies is already pretty, pretty huge. Right. I mean, that institution alone, just uh, some, some of the people that have walked through those doors are like the goats. Right, right, right. Einstein... This man's working at like three institutions. Yeah. It doesn't say what he's done, so I don't he really know what for? the fuck. Oh, I do know one thing he's done. Mm-hmm. So he did the amplitudehedron. So the amplitudehedron has to do with the, uh, uh, what numbers does it have to do with? I wanted to say fractional quantum Hall effect, mm-hmm. but I think I might be wrong. I think it has something to do with, I think I'm wrong. I think it has something to do with string theory. How do you spell that? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, amplitudehedron. So A M P L I T U and then H E D R O N. Hmm. It's a. Excuse me. It's a uh, geometric structure introduced in 2013 by Nima Arkani Ahmed and Jaroslav Turnka. It enables simplified calculation of particle interactions and in some quantum field theories in planar n equals four supersymmetric Yang Mills theory, also equivalent to perturbative topological B model string theory in twister space. Yeah, so some complicated ass thing mm-hmm. where it's like it takes a genius to fucking even figure out, and it's some weird pattern that creates this shape, this geometrical shape. Yeah, it says it uh, It challenges the notion that space-time locality and unitarity are necessary components of a model of particle interactions. Huh. It's very it, interesting. Yeah, some clever um, some clever theoretical model. Um, mm-hmm. That's all we can really say. That's, yeah. Um, so what do you think, though, off that information one? Is he, what tier do you think? I'm the thing, I'm leaving him in A. I, I mean, the thing that's interesting is that it, if, when it says that it challenges the notion that space-time locality and unitarity are necessary components, because unitarity is, like, huge. Right. If that's challenging that concept, it's like, huh, could be very, 
Very interesting. I mean, the thing with him, I, I think he belongs. I, w- I would put him in the B tier, but the fact that he works at the Institute of Advanced Studies means that there's enough intellectuals in the field of physics that think he's worthy of being at that institution. So I mm. trust their judgment. Okay. This man is doing A level work. This is the appeal to authority right now. <laughs> well, yes, but he. It seems to me that he is. Uh, He's doing A-level work, you know? Yeah. That's kind of where I was at as well. You know what I mean? I know the amplitude hedron, but I don't really understand the full weight of it. Mm-hmm. I try to watch lectures on it. I don't understand shit. So, yeah. I'm like, I guess he's smart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's – he's. I'm, I'm saying he's a great above B, the B people here because yeah. he's, he's, a, he's, he's a working physicist who is who is working at a – a really prestigious institution mm-hmm. and it has promising and interesting creative ideas that, that could right. change. Yeah. That could change, shake up, shake things up, you know? Right. Okay. So a tier, yep. Peter Shore. Shore's algorithm. I'm going to put him at a explain Shore's algorithm. I mean, it could be one of the greatest discoveries if they could figure out how to actually make it mm-hmm. work on a quantum computer. It's the prime factorization algorithm. Basically, cracking all RSA encryption and pretty much every encryption scheme we have Mm -hmm. to this day, Um, at least the ones that are in use in modern day. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, huge deal in terms of quantum world. Yeah, crazy. So I'd say, at least for making that, it's a big deal if it actually can work. Mm -hmm. Damn. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. No disputes? No disputes at all. (laughs) I agree with you 100%. All right. Next up, Sir Penrose. Roger Penrose. This is a tough one. I mean, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to put him in A. I'm going to put him in A as well. I meant to yeah. even release it because uh, Roger Penrose, huge heavyweight, Road to Reality. Me and Juan both on the book. It's a Bible. I couldn't read it at all when I first bought it, and I still can barely read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just written in a way that's yeah. It's just tough. But, um, I mean, he's a guy that's like a poly, one of these last polymaths who just has such a creative mind, hugely interesting guy, mm-hmm. unusual thinker, mm-hmm. you know, in physics. That's saying a lot in physics. Yeah. Creative thinker. Um, won the he, Nobel Prize for his black hole stuff. Yeah. I mean, just a heavyweight, up, massive yeah, heavyweight he in he's physics. Still, he's still coming up with new and interesting ideas, I yeah. think. One Twister the theory is his claim to fame, I think, as yeah. well as black hole. Yeah, so. and he's got one the like he's kind of got like the uh, the last talk I went to of his. Um, he it did a talk about how he thinks the universe goes through like cyclical, like births and rebirths. It's kind of does mm-hmm. this like the the universe itself is a harmonic oscillator. <laughs> okay, that was essentially the. the oh, I had that theory as well. Damn yeah. it, Roger. <laughs> That's essentially that, that was essentially <laughs> his take. It was just like there's so much harmonic oscillator mode. Uh, yeah, stuff. you just call everything a harmonic oscillator. Yeah. You're bound to find success in that. I the, feel the like the meta of it is that the universe <laughs> is itself a harmonic. Yeah, oscillator. that makes sense to me. And he was just like he was tying in some data, and he said that if that's the case, then that means that we would see some residual. Um, he was still trying to find observables. Mm to his theory and he had some he was trying to match up some data with um some of his what his theory would say we we would observe 
mm-hmm. which would be uh, residual stuff from previous um, cycles of the universe, which he thinks dark matter is. It's like this uh, old stuff that from previous universes that don't really mix with ours or something. Something I crazy. See. I don't know if he's refined it. It's been years since I last heard this talk, but anyway. Okay. So next up on our list, we have Sabina, Sabina. Hassenfelder. She's a B tier. I'm going to throw our B as well. Yeah. Very good science communicator, has great videos, but also she's got some street cred some great to back her up. Too, yeah. yeah. 100%. So uh, she's a heavyweight, I'd say. In terms of balance, she's got mm-hmm. that popularizer, you know. Muscle. Muscle mm-hmm. coupled with the uh, legit uh, physicist, uh, you know, background. So yeah. that's a hard balance. It is a hard and balance. And she does it pretty well, I'd say. So Sabina yeah. is at least a B in my mind. You agree? 100%. Yeah. She's Next great. up. Solid. A guy who I would say very similar to Sabina. Yes. Kind of got that same balance with pedigree as well as popularizer, Sean mm-hmm. Carroll. I mean, what more can you say? The man's uh And drip. <laughs> and drip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the man's looking good. He looks great. <laughs> and, of course, uh, you know, one, he's a baller, too, so. He's a baller, too, so. I mean, you can't. <laughs> you can't mean he's, he's a man of all the hats. Allen Iverson fan, <laughs> so he's cool in my book. Right. Yeah. And then, last but not least... Last but not least, Terrence we got Terry Tao. Tao. So I'm gonna throw him in the A tier. Damn, this guy's a this guy's a funny guy because he's a prodigy. Yeah, right. Child prodigy used to hang out with Erdos when he was like six years old. Yeah, and Paul Erdos <laughs> is like already an interesting character on his own. Oh yeah, the meth head mathematician. <laughs> yeah, the guy who's the guy who the whole department, I guess, or his friends or whatever, told him. Maybe you should get off Adderall, and he was just like, okay. Meth. No, he was on Adderall. I thought okay, it was methamphetamine. Legal meth, I guess, whatever. For, uh, I thought it was, it was actually methamphetamine. No, it was Adderall. Yeah, it was sure? Pres- yeah, prescription Adderall. But the thing is, okay. he wasn't, I don't think he was officially prescribed it, let me just say that. Okay, let me see. Let anyway, me see. May- maybe let's not inject, uh, I'm not going to inject f- fake news in the thing. Was it? He took methylphenidate. I don't know if it was prescription. Amphetamine and oh, he took amphetamine. Yeah, I don't know if it was prescription or not. But the thing okay, is, okay, Ritalin. Okay, it was Ritalin. Essentially, what happened was what I heard amphetamine was amphetamine and Ritalin. Essentially, what I heard was that he, uh, somebody, his friend or a colleague or something, said, "I bet you won't. I bet you can't do math." Uh, yeah. without it for yeah. like a month or some I don't know something some right. amount of time yeah and then he said I can do it and mm-hmm. he did it but he's like you just set back math math a whole month yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Eros the people have like the seven, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing with Eros as mm-hmm. well you know it's like every mathematician is like at least six degrees from Eros because he worked with so many people yeah but anyway, that's we're talking about mess, Terry Tao here. That's the riddle. That's what the riddle is. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Terry Tao, he's a guy who's also very prolific. He's made some interesting discoveries. He's got this cool-ass blog online as well. Yeah, he honestly... Um, he's kind of a one you need to always have your eye on because he's always coming out with interesting shit. Yeah, so. he's such a... He's he's such a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, it sucks because I'm like, man, damn, I wish I had the level of mentorship he had. Yeah. <laughs> 
as a kid. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right, because he's so young yeah. and, like, in his career, and he's just got so much more potential he can have, too. 100%. Like, and, he's, and he's so he's so well, how would I say this? Rounded? Well-adjusted? Yeah, yeah. For a guy who's, like, that talented. Right. And genius. Right. Yeah. 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 So I think that completes the tier list, Juan. What do you it's think? It's A tier? I think he is A tier, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the, his contributions are... Are pretty pretty big, no? Yeah, um, I'm he's not known, sure exactly. What is his main thing that he's known for? Is uh, what's that called? Um, teriology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to be confused with the other Terrence. By the way. Terrence Howard, yeah, okay, War Machine. <laughs> um. No, what he's known for is the green tau theorem, Erdos discrepancy problem, compressed sensing tau's inequality. He's got a bunch of stuff. Um, he's won the Fields Medal, damn, he, he, 2006, mm-hmm. Salem Prize, a bunch of prizes. He's he's won a bunch of prizes essentially for just being a G. Right. So. Yeah, his blog for me is really a golden yeah. piece of the puzzle because he always has really like profound stuff on his blog and things that are like simple too on there. And this like, yeah, he's a, he's been uh widely regarded as one of the greatest living mathematicians. Yep. Yep. Insane. Insane. So what do you think of the list? One legit. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty solid. I, I think I agree with every, everything, but no, I think I agree with everything. Yeah, yeah. Maybe and it sucks because, uh, you know, your boy on in the D. In the I D know level. Neil all by his lonesome. The one black uh, physicist. I know it pains me to see it too. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, but I but think it's pretty good. He's also the the most richest, so. That's true. Really, who lost at so. the end? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you motherfuckers are studying string theory. Neil's studying blink theory. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. So respect to, to him. I think you had another uh, list here or something. Yeah, let's uh, save that one for me real quick, though, so mm-hmm. we can um, download that image for me. Yeah, sure. I'm just going to. Just label it yeah, whatever. Yeah. Download image. Okay. All right. Well, the next one was... Uh, we can have this as bonus content or something like at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The next one is uh, Whack Pack. Yeah. So I did this one uh, as an aside in case we had extra time. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have extra time, but we can maybe insert this, I don't know, somewhere. Maybe we could even add this. No, this, this could be this could be easily. We have uh, we yeah. have. Uh, so I wanted to Bob f- Lazar include a couple of our favorite, a few of our favorite characters, Very uh, recurring guests, yeah, <laughs> and make our own tier list for these guys. We have Bob Lazar. <laughs> we have <laughs> the the man with the highest IQ. Right, Chris Langan. Chris Langan. Uh, what else is he? He's a. Uh, <laughs> Terrence is funny. He's, who's the next guy? Deepak Chopra. Deepak Chopra. And then we have the Plonk guy. 
We have uh, Nassim Haramine. Nassim Haramine. And then we got... Uh, Our boy, Salvatore Pais. Could be legit. And then we yeah. got... And then we got, last but not least, Terrence Howard. Howard. Ter- of Terryology fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Juan, you, you <laughs> notice my letter? <laughs> Uh, Terrence has a, for the audio <laughs> listeners, he has a C-E-D-E-N-F tier. No, yeah, you can't get above a C on this list. <laughs> okay. Well, for the C tier. Who would you say? So, Bob Lazar coming up. I mean, Bob Lazar is already C tier just because he at least has a bachelor's degree. Okay. You're right. I'd, I'd say I'll give you that. Yeah, so yeah. Bob actually has a physics bachelor's degree from uh, Pierce Junior College, you know. <laughs> Although he claims MIT and uh, what is it? Was the other one? Yeah, Stanford or something. Something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Bob Lazar. We all know him and love him. He's the uh, alien UFO uh, whistleblower. S one developing yeah. alien technology at S one. He claims. Um, and worked at Los Alamos for a stint. Allegedly. Allegedly, his name was in the book, so I believe him. Um, but yeah, Bob. Bob thinks he. Uh, he claims to be building alien aircrafts in Area yeah. 51. Also, migraine enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, best friends with Jeremy Corbell. Yeah. <laughs> so, C tier, you think? C tier. Uh, Bob's got a degree? I'll give you that. At least he has a degree. Next up, we got Chris Langan. Chris so Langan. Chris Langan. Oh, Ooh, that's a guy, tough the bouncer one. guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him an E. And E, that's uh, kind of what I'm thinking as well. Because e. because he uh, he at least he, he's a legit IQ. I mean, he's the smartest man on earth according to <laughs> IQ metric. <So. laughs> I mean, he uses just his mind to figure out problems. I mean, this is some sp- Professor X shit, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is. I, IQ tests, this is the pinnacle of IQ testing, so <laughs> he at least, ha, he can at least be in the E tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, Chris Langan, and let's just talk about it a little bit. So he, uh, you know, he made his famous CTMU, Cosmic Theoretic Model of the Universe, which he basically just thinks up a disproof against the Big Bang. No math yeah. or anything, he just uses pure philosophy to come up with a proof against the yeah. Big Bang. He's not using any analytical methods. He's right. just using pure right. lang- human language. Right. right. Which is already messy. He's peering into the eye of the universe and just pulling out, you know. Yeah. He's pulling out the greatest mysteries of life yeah. uh, just with pure thought. Exactly. I mean, the man's a, you know, what can you say? What more can you say? <laughs> what more can you say? <laughs> so next up, we got Deepak, Deepak Chopra. Chopra. You know, he makes his own devices. W- Wisdom of Chopra is one of my favorite things. You can go online and get a randomly generated quote from Chopra, um, founder of quantum consciousness. consciousness. Um, yeah, I mean, the man's a complete entrepreneur. He actually has a real MD, oh, does believe he? it or not. He's actually a doctor, so wow. he chose this life. Um, mm, this is giving me Bill O'Reilly vibes. <laughs> yeah, he's very aware. He's very self-aware, I would mm. say. Okay, so yeah, I was gonna put him in the F tier just because he annoys the freak out of me. I think but, I'm gonna throw him in the F as well. Still. But the fact that I think he's got some uh, credentials, credentials and possible grift going on, mm-hmm. 
I think he belongs in the C tier. So I would I would counter you on that because I think the fact that he does have the credentials mm-hmm. makes him even worse. So I would put him in the F just for that because he chooses to be credentials plus grift. I yeah. mean that's but that's what Bob does. That's I guess kinda that's why I was like, but but uh, yeah, I guess. But the thing is, Deepak Chopra could literally be saving people's lives. Like, oh, I see what you mean. You know, there's he, more. There's more danger and. I mean, harm. Yeah, he's like going out of his way. His thoughts are harmful. Is what right. You're Bob Bob's almost feels like he could have just done this on a as a bet. And it's just <laughs> a bet that just went too far. You know what I right. mean? And right. And he's just right. too afraid to give it up now. Right. So Deepak I, I, is like actively coming with new ideas. He's coming out with products. He's right. spreading the word. He's going to lectures. He's, yeah. you know. Deepak's saying. Uh, he's fully you, invested. You in can the heal life. your. your yourself if you just right. think about it right and he and he can dangerous. put his md behind that credential and say i'm gotcha. a doctor I'm buy a doctor. this snake oil and it will actually cure you okay yeah i see what you're saying he's, he's a dangerous man yeah so do i do i convince you anymore i'm convinced mm. he's so a F-tier. dangerous man he must be stopped yes <laughs> so f tier deep back yeah next up our boy love him Tiny little plunks. <laughs> Nassim Haramine. <laughs> so Nassim Haramine. He is he also has credentials, doesn't he? I don't know if he does. He is listed as an actor on Wikipedia oh, on, God. on Google. <laughs> well, I'll give him a D I, I think yeah, I'll give him a D only because he's smart enough. He's got the grift component. Yeah. And then he's also got the uh the fact that um, he's angled himself, he's swindled enough people to give him a TED Talk. Right. <laughs> well, I'll give Nassim a D as well. Yeah. I, I, I give him higher than Chris Langan at least because uh, I feel like he, in his mind, thinks he's kind of doing good. Mm-hmm. He seems like one of these like, naive kind of guys who just is kind of trying to do something because he knows how hard school is. In- so he's like, I liked algebra, so I'm yeah. just going to ride this out and learn nothing else. And he's also got a hot wife. Her name is uh, Astra Brulita on Instagram. She's very hot. Okay. So I was like, okay, that seems pulling some good, uh, some good women here. Uh-huh. That I mean, that's got to count so for something. You, so you respect that? Yeah, it's Lisa D. <laughs> you know, that long hair. He's got that Tommy Wiseau thing going he on. He Really does. He, he, yeah, he does. So yeah, and I mean, so, the seams actually open up schools. He's got good production value for his videos. Okay. I'm like, all right, I'll give him a D. So you're saying his. His uh, golden retriever-like energy approach, yes, where he believes the message, right, right, is convincing you. Where he's like, okay, he's a grifter, but he's in at, his own dimension. He's really a physicist. He's a chaotic good, right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. So he yeah. believes himself. He believes gotcha. himself that he's actually gotcha. kind of doing something. I see. Okay, I'm. I'm. So I give him I, a D. I can be convinced. Okay. Okay. So you agree with the D? Yeah. Next up, the man, the legend, creator of basically every important invention I in mean, the last <laughs> the last decade. I mean, C tier. C tier, Salvatore Pice. I mean, he's got invented a PhD. Fu- invented fusion, Poor. invented the first room temperature superconductor, invented inertial mass reduction, and the inventor of, what was the last one? Um, I mean the portable fusion reactor. I was, said fusion, yeah, yeah, yeah. fusion inertial mass superconductor. There's one more. No, I thought that was it. Maybe there is. I one feel more, like there's one more. Damn it, I'm forgetting it now. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, he created that's pretty much enough. Anyway, <laughs> he he created a recipe for hot pockets that doesn't burn the roof. <laughs> if he did that, then I think he'd just be God at that to, point. Justino who said, "Don't burn the roof of your mouth." <laughs> So Salvatore Pice, I gave him a C because he also has an actual PhD. Yeah, he does. At one point in his life, he uh, did legitimate physics. Yes. Um, works for the Navy still currently. So he's actually able to do real things. Yeah. All those claims may be exaggerated a little bit. Um, yeah. At least he's got real cre- credentials. He's got more credentials than I do. Yeah. So. Yeah, both of us. Yeah. So. So, yeah, for sure. Something I, I there. I think he belongs in the C tier. Yeah. At the okay. very least, yeah. And last but not least, our boy. You know you love him. Terrence. Iron or War Machine. Famous for... Um, ba- basically, he's uh, he's one of these math is racist kind of guys. <laughs> right. So I'm going to make my own version. Yeah. Which you're 100% allowed to. I don't yeah. know if you guys know that. But yeah. He just... Yeah, yeah you basically just got to set your own rules. But um, yeah. yeah, Terrence Howard made his own version of math called teriology where uh one plus one is or what is it one yeah i think one times one is no longer equal one it's equal to two why that is we don't know no one does but that's what his math is has, so in teriology yeah. that's just what it is <laughs> you don't need really an explanation just you know accept it this is his axioms <laughs> i think he disagrees with the notion that um you the one the repetition of a set of one mm. isn't one but two. Oh, okay. <laughs> we need so maybe a formal have, proof of this. Right. I need to see it. I think it that's more. the thing. Like yeah, I, he think I he's think, too high. I think he's too too many steps ahead of me. Maybe he's a, maybe he's two <laughs> steps ahead of all of us, but right. <laughs> I think yeah, he disagrees with uh that observation in math where mm. a set of one yes isn't one but two right Interesting. and not only does he disagree with it like or not only is this this isn't just an offshoot system mm-hmm. he literally agree he literally thinks that the one times one equals one system is flawed and it should be done away with it's a useless system his system is superior and this should be the standard <laughs> so it's not just a fun little fall experiment or a new kind of math or anything. It's just, well, it is a new new kind of math, but this is the one that he thinks should replace our reality. So, I mean, he's a revolutionary. Respect. <laughs> Respect for the level of his delusion. So I'm going to give does... him an F tier for his yeah. uh, fantastic uh, <laughs> ability. <laughs> another another person that I think does, is doing harm on, well, he he's at least I think he's doing harm, but unintentionally. I wouldn't say unintentionally. He he's, lies about his credentials oh, pretty does. often. Yeah. Okay, well then, damn, you're getting into nefarious, yeah, chaotic evil type yeah. shit, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. If we're yeah. looking at the uh, morality chart, he likes here. to claim he's a physicist with no degree. Oh, he does. He's oh, seen wow. to claim he's a chemist with no degree. Uh, he claims a lot of things. Wow, that is yeah. chaotic. And I think he was on Empire too. So I'm like Jesse Smollett. Terrence Howard, hmm. I think they take a, a page out of the same book. <laughs> Birds of the feather, as they Fab- say. Fabricating stories. <laughs> right. Fabricating things. Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. Interesting. So Interesting. maybe uh, maybe Jesse and Terrence, they, uh, they hang know, out. They yeah, hang they, out they, they, he taught them what he, he taught he them taught some them things. He yeah. 
Maybe so. He said, I had the whole world fooled with my... I had convinced the whole world of teriology. Yeah. You can surely convince people of these uh, race attacks. <laughs> yeah, well, what's his name? Maybe he, maybe he convinced them that there were... There was two guys, and well, there was only just one. <laughs> he used teriology to double. <laughs> now we're just going off. <laughs> he, I was attacked by two men. <laughs> what? That's his core the, defense. Yeah. <laughs> but the cameras only show one guy. No, no. But see, there was one set of one guy. <laughs> so there was two guys in, in teriology. <laughs> Yeah, they gotta accept his axioms, right? <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're just getting dumb I think, now. I think, that agree, I think I agree with all that. Yeah, so that's a good list. Let's save that one too. Yeah, let's save that one too. But anyway, folks, um, look, your boy is. You gotta put a title. Oh, you do. No, you don't. Oh, wait, you do. Label with that. But uh, these names. I think you just call it the same. Well, I guess would, it'll why just, would it do that? Well, it'll just put a one. Yeah, I, do. I don't know why it would do that, but anyway, um, that's please all. Please drop, drop, uh, drop your own tier list, or maybe what you think uh, yeah, a funny tier list would be. Right? Do we have good picks, bad picks? Yeah. Accurate. What would you say? Put your list below. Accurate. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like, share, comment, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Make sure you guys check out igetbros.com, igetbros on Instagram, igetbros on Twitter, igetbros two on TikTok. And then patreon.com slash Bros. Thank you guys once again to the patrons, you know, who support our podcast. You know, we do 30-minute podcasts, audio podcasts every week. So if you're interested, check that out. And, uh, yeah, it's been a long episode. So, yeah. And Juan's getting sleepy-eyed. I can see you're <laughs> drifting away. I am. But tomorrow I will quit my job. So we will have more Not time. because we have enough money, but... No. <laughs> Juan still has to find another job. But, but because this job is making it impossible to do yeah. anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully if Juan quits his job, we might have better scheduled podcasts. We'll we see. will. We will. For sure. For sure. For at least and a little bit. For Yeah. For at least for some time. But definitely yeah. better timing for this. And uh, and yes, thank, shout out. Do we say thank you to our patrons? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you again, patrons. Either way. <laughs> time for bed. <laughs> time for bed. Anyway, right. folks, we'll catch you later. Later. Peace.